Hey, you guys, thank you so much for coming back again to Podcast Persuasion. Um, I love doing podcast tour week because I get to go out to my own clients podcasts and talk to them and shine a light on them and talk about how amazing they are and kind of see how they are incorporating and using their podcast in their business. Today I have uh, the amazing Pam Durkin, who's going to talk about she's an interior designer um, and she's got a very unique angle on interior design. She only works with kind of very top level people. So Pam, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. I'm so excited to be here. So tell us a little bit about your business. Yes, I mean, there's lots of interior designers, but you have a real specialty. Tell us kind of where you're located and how you have focused your business on a very, very tight niche, a very specific kind of client. Yeah, so um, I, I'm originally from the Northeast, but moved to Florida and started um, or restarted my interior design business here. So I'm on the West Coast of Florida in Naples. And our market is still actually very seasonal. So many of my clients will come into town for six months. We call them snowbirds, and then they will fly off to their regular homes in the Northeast or Midwest. Hmm. And okay. many of the clients here are either um, executives or recently retired executives who have a second, third, or fourth home. Um, and one of which is in the Naples area. So that's the type of clientele that I'm dealing with here. Um, mostly, I would say 95% renovations. Um, even though there's a lot of new building here, most of my work is in, in the renovation area. Nice, okay. Um, so, so that's what you've been doing for a long time, right? A couple decades. Obviously very, very good at doing that. What, can you take us back to when um, you kind of discovered me, uh, discovered podcasting and sort of what was happening before we started doing our work together with you? Like, how were you feeling? What was going on with you trying to, um, you know, to give a little clarity for people listening, you were trying to figure out a way to transition your existing business to maybe the online world, right? Be able to get online clients, um, and really set yourself apart as like a coach in the interior design business, right? So can you talk a little bit about like how you were feeling and what was going on before we started working together? Yeah, so before we started working together, I had oh, you know, been wanting to transition and start to bring on coaching as another income stream for my business with the ultimate goal of moving 100% into coaching. And to that end, what I did is I had started a podcast and I was doing it and formatting it the way that you see uh, over and over again in terms of how people do podcasts, which is have guests on and, um, you know, really with the hopes of getting exposure. But when I met with you and talked to you about your approach to podcasting, it was much more pinpointed. It had so much more. Um, you know, just focus to it. It just made things a lot clearer in terms of using the podcast as a mechanism, as your lead magnet to bring in not just awareness, but to bring in real clients who are really interested in what you're doing. And the thing that I loved so much about it is because as creatives, we tend to be very, we're kind of shy and we hate to sell. And I know Camille's like shaking her head wildly here because she's always telling me I'm not selling hard enough. I'm not selling hard enough. But the nice thing about using the podcast as 
a sales tool took a lot of the pressure off in terms of me feeling like I couldn't talk about things or put things out there. It was done in a much more natural way, a way that felt a lot more comfortable to me. So the focus of being able to use that as a tool and then the guidance that she gave along the way on how to structure certain episodes so that you are really attracting your perfect client. Like that was, that was the thing that kind of sold me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know we've talked to a couple of your people who've now you've been able to sell people into a membership. And many times when you've asked them about the podcast, they're listening to every single word you're saying. Like they listen to the episodes many times, several times over. And I know when I first was learning how to do it myself, I was kind of like blown away by that, like aha moment myself. Um, have you had a chance to really, cause it's still new, right? It's only been a couple of months, really. Do you feel a connection now between what you're saying and that people are actually really listening and doing things based on what you're telling them in the episodes? Yeah, because what you're getting is that direct feedback saying, I listened to this episode and I got this from what you said, or if I'm unsure, I know I can go back and listen to XYZ episode about this subject. So it's very specific. It's very pinpointed. And so the tr you can really make those connections between the content and what's resonating with your prospects and or your new client because they're being very specific in terms of what they're listening to and then kind of the nice thing too is that they're telling you that you're basically on their shoulder like you're in the back of their your mind all the time what would pam do here and i do the same thing with you camille it's like what would camille tell me right now and that's really coming from having somebody you know for lack of a better term in your head which is what the podcast does is really literally puts your words into the head of your prospect or your client and you're you're really getting inside their minds <laughs> yeah yeah and and when you do that you have great influence and you're still you know you're not even close to 100 episodes right so it's still a, what we consider a very baby podcast but yet i think you've seen that it actually affects people's behavior right they buy they do things they are more likely to engage in your content they're more likely to actually do it and take it seriously there's just something so powerful about listening to someone that you really, really respect guide you in a certain way. And I've seen this with your own students that you now have in the membership. Um, like I'm, I'm hoping you see that connection because I definitely see it for you. Yeah. And I think the, one of the things that you taught me, which I thought was so great is that there's, there's two things that come to mind. One is the episodes don't have to be long to be impactful and so that kind of takes some of the pressure off that you can really impart some information that really can help somebody in six minutes, like for, for real. And that's, you know, most of my episodes are under 15 minutes and people say that they love that. And so that takes the pressure off of me in terms of trying to get caught up in what I'm going to talk about or how long I'm going to talk about it, because I know a micro episode can still have big impact. Um, and so I think that that was a really important lesson to learn. And then the other thing that I think the big takeaway, another big takeaway that you told me is just to be very observant on what people are saying and what they're asking, because you'll never lack for content because you can just keep building off of things that 
these prospects are saying to you or these clients are saying to you. And then it's another small episode about just that one thing or you answer that or they say they're struggling with something or they have a fear with something or they have low confidence about something. Those are all and every time I talk to you, you're like, that's a podcast episode. That's a podcast episode. So there's never a lack for content, which is, I think, another big, you know, hurdle that everyone kind of gets hung up on is how long am I how am I going to talk for this amount of time and what am I going to talk about and so you've kind of taken those two things yeah yeah so you're you're basically thinking in podcast titles which is which is how I think now everything yeah. is like oh that's a podcast title I totally know what I would say in that episode and it really does become almost like a direct line of communication you're just communicating with people all over the country right yeah. um Okay, so in your case, we also did, um, we used a private podcast in a unique way, which is we used it as kind of like an internal podcast for your clients, your new types of clients that signed up for your membership group, your paid membership offering. What has been the experience of like, one, did you think that was going to actually work when I suggested it? And what is your experience now when you do your trainings inside of your, your Facebook group or your Zooms, you take that same recording and make it a podcast episode just for the people that are already in the paid program. What, what are your thoughts around that? Like, cause I, rem I remember when I first was suggesting it, you weren't really sure, like, why would we go to that effort or why would we do it? Um, but your clients really love that, right? The, just the format of that is incredibly efficient, but you tell me what, what your thoughts are around that. Well, I mean, I think I became a believer when, you know, in the group that I was in with you, that's how you delivered some of the pre, I would call it pre-content, right? So it's sort of priming the pump for that very first meeting or what people need to do to get ready for the next meeting or whatever. And so after that, I thought that was a, a pretty, pretty effective and actually a really cool tool. And there's a couple reasons for that. One is everybody's busy. Yep. It doesn't matter what you're doing or where you are. Everyone's busy, but we're all driving somewhere, walking somewhere. And, um, you know, being able to listen to that information um, when we're in a more, say, relaxed state or a state where we can receive it mm -hmm. and just really concentrate on the words instead of looking at the audio really just kind of helps us and helps, I think, the person listening to really be absorbing the information and then figuring out how to apply it to themselves. So I, I loved that part. And so what we did is, um, what you helped me with is really set up, I don't know, it was like five or seven episodes before the first meeting. And we talked about certain things that I wanted my group to do and how I wanted to, them to understand the structure of what was going to hap happen. And so that helps alleviate any concerns that they had. So when we got to that first in-person meeting or in-person Zoom meeting, um, they kind of knew what the lay of the land was. They didn't really have a lot of questions because they were prepared um, for all of that. And then subsequently, what's happening now is they're getting replays of our calls and our meetings put back in the private podcast so they can listen to it again. Um, I think also, again, not hearing it for the first time, but now hearing it for the second time or the third time allows people to absorb the information different. I get to see, you know, you and I talked about this. There's one or two episodes in there that are downloaded like 
nine times more than anything else. So that's also giving us clues as to what people are resonating with or what they need help with or what is most interesting to them. So we're getting that, which is, you know, you can ask people all day long what they want or what they think they need or what they're enjoying. But we're also being able to back that up with some data and also people forget or they when you ask them a direct question, they may not answer super truthfully. So this is giving us just a secondary idea as to what is most important to them. So I love that we're able to do that. And then even subsequently in the meeting, we talked about a subject that I wasn't planning on doing a formal presentation on, but I just told them, how about I record a quick episode about this one little thing I'll put it up in the private podcast and then you can go back and listen to it at another time. So yeah, it's been a really, really effective tool. Yeah. What I love about it is it's, well, there's all of that and more is like, it's basically asynchronous learning or asynchronous training because you can record that late at night when you have five minutes, 10 minutes, you didn't have to schedule a Facebook live or schedule a big meeting or get everybody together or be on camera or have your makeup on. You're just like, oh, I've got 10 minutes. I'm going to answer those questions, put it on a, a quick little podcast episode. And because the software we use is very basically free, right? It's only very small amount of month monthly uh, fee. It doesn't cost you money to produce that episode, right? You're not having to send that to somebody and then instantly your students have that and they may listen at 3 a.m. in the morning on the on a on a subway. They may listen at midnight on an airplane like everybody's able to quickly get the information when it's good for them. And um, and I love the fact that you said it really is like interesting how much easier it is to listen to the information because it's like your mind is open to it. You're not distracted by other things happening around you and by watching videos or what the set looks like, or if she see, you know, if that person seems like they know what they're talking about, or like our brains are so good at negating things that, that prevent us from learning something versus just listening to the voice. Right. Yes. So um, that, yeah, that visual can sometimes be a distraction. So yeah, yeah. like kind of zone in a little bit more. And I, I think to your point of this is like to me the highest level of customer service is allowing them to get the information when they can receive it so you know some of my clients have small children some of my clients travel a lot so this just allows them to still be an active participant but on their own terms and when it when the timing works for them so i think that that's just like a really nice feature and for anybody listening that doesn't have a private podcast yet you can click links inside of the podcast episodes right so yes. the ability do you remember when i showed you that like that you could actually link inside to you could buy something you could link to another website you could link to other training you could link to a youtube video like it's not just audio it's audio but in your phone but then you're actually in the episode itself you can direct them to additional stuff so they like can be we have a late a waitlist link in yep. our you know public episode right now that has changed several times as yep. things changed you know um so that link can be dynamic which is really nice and so yeah. it can push people to get onto the list yeah that's great um okay so that's how you're using your public one um have you enjoyed me kind of making you um <laughs> change content 
or figuring out that content strategy or like for, as a coach, what has been your experience working with me on brainstorming strategies and content and angles and messaging? Like, um, oh, it's you- been invaluable. I mean, I would be, I would be a slug sitting on the couch worrying why I wasn't doing anything if it wasn't for you. So I think a healthy dose of good peer pressure and hand-holding and maybe even a little pulling, which is what you do pretty much all the time for me, is to be like, that's what I needed. And that's why I specifically came to you and said, I need your help with this because it's not getting done Mm -hmm. any other way. So I need you to like, kind of hold my hand through this and also help me figure out some things so that I get out of my own way. That was another big thing is just, kind of coming up with reasons why things are more difficult than they are. And you keep reminding me, it's really not that hard. This can be done. It's only gonna take a few minutes. It's not this big thing that you're making out to be. So I think that was the biggest, um, I guess, advantage Mm -hmm. is that I got moving. Now, am I moving as fast as Camille wants me to? (laughs) I am not. But, but that's just because we have so many great, like great creative things we want to do right together. So yeah. between the two of us, we always have lots and lots of things that we come up with that we are exciting and fun for you to try. Right. Um, but you've, and you've done just a remarkable job. You've done everything I've asked you to do. And you I mean, just, I've seen the, an enormous amount of growth in just, you know, you, you know how to look at your email system. Now, you know how to look at what you're sending out. A lot of that stuff is automated, right? It, it, it wasn't automated before. Um, I think you have a real clear understanding now of trying to figure out who you're targeting and what's going to move the needle for them to get them to do something, to sign up, to pay for something. Um, I mean, you weren't doing that before and you're, you're actively doing that now. Like I can see you, really communicating that to the right people. Um, I mean, I've seen a a ton of growth, so I'm super proud of you. Well, thank you. Um, I think the other big thing is that you were really making me hyper-focused, which again, comes down to like not wanting to be pushy and not wanting to sell is, is really making sure that everyone that I work with has, has achieved a concrete result, not just that they feel better about their business or that they think things are moving because it's too nebulous, but more specific, like they made X dollars in X months or they increased, you know, reach or engagement or prospects by X percentage. Like it was very specific and not so um, loose, but so that was another big, a big, yeah. a big so- aha moment that you got me. Yeah. What, what Pam's referring to is that we then um, added on, she wanted help with kind of creating a, something she could sell. We ended up going with a membership. Um, and so she helps other interior designers uh, become six figure designers or more and increase their business, right. Increase the profit in their own businesses. And um, so we had to spend a lot of time trying to really figure out like what what is sellable here? What are the right people? What are they really struggling with? What can you help them with? Because you know so many things about the industry that you could sell a lot of things, a lot of things. But it's also like marrying that with what are people actually struggling with that we can communicate about and get them to sign up for. Um, and you did a knockout job on your first free workshop. 
and you got a really great group of people that is a pretty big range of levels of interior designers. So that was actually really helpful for your first one because you got to learn a lot about each of them, right? Which will help inform the next time you do it, you'll have a better sense of who you're really looking for, who you want to work for. Um, but yeah, to be able to show results, to be able to show something really tangible makes it easier to sell the thing in the future, right? Because you've got testimonials that are very specific. And so that's what you're talking about is being able to capture those moments when they come up, when a client is um, doing really well. Like you had, I, you want to tell the story about the woman who had the, um, her biggest design fee ever, right? She was inside your program. Yeah. So um, I have been coaching this one designer and she brought up a situation on how, and she wanted to know how to handle it. And we kind of worked through what she would doing and she told me what she wanted to charge and I was like oh good god no 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 you can't do that and so I gave her you know what she should be charging in the area that she's in and she ended up closing almost a six-figure interior design fee aside from you know it's going to be like a seven-figure project for her so that was an exciting moment um in my world for sure yeah And she came, just so the listeners understand, she came through a Facebook ad that I helped you with, a video, and she joined your free workshop. And then she signed up and paid for to be in your membership group. But she also avidly listened to the podcast. And that connection of the selling that we created in those foundational episodes, right, you and I, that did so much of the convincing for her, right? Because they're actively listening to you. And, um, I know for a fact she signed up because she listened to your podcast. Yeah. The, the, the episodes thing- we did that you did based on us working together because we worked really hard on making sure that that the strategy was really woven into that to support people going into the membership group. Yeah. And I will say that, um, you know, in the beginning, I did mention that I had already had a podcast before we met, but when um, Camille and I started working together, she made some observations about not only the structure of my podcast, but the name of it, um, some of the cover art. And so she helped me really make that a much more pinpointed approach to attract the type of people that I wanted to work with. So she helped me rebrand the podcast in a way that we could start bringing in more coaching clients specifically. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been really fun and you're a great, you're a perfect client because you're very coachable. You're very open. You have great creative ideas yourself. You know your own industry really, really well. And um, so it's it's really fun to bring even more of you out, right, into your own podcast. Um, and I know your episodes are going up. I know people are at, actively listening to you. And um, and it's working, right? It's it's The dots are starting to be connected. Yeah. It's nice to just, it's nice to do something, not just to do it, but to also do something that actually, like you say, you can throw the football so many times, but at some point you want somebody to throw the football back. So now we're getting to that point where people are throwing the football back, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. Well, awesome. Well, I will um, put in the show notes, you guys, I'll put inside this episode, the link. So if you are interested in maybe hiring her as a, if you're in the Florida area and you want to hire her. Uh, as a designer, you obviously can, or if you're an interior designer and you want more help with your own business, she has an incredible membership group 
Um, and she's made some really, really big impacts with the women that are in there already. And so you can definitely sign up for the next round of that. And uh, just any, any last words, anything you want to share about, I don't know, working with me, the good, the bad, the ugly, (laughs) me as as your podcast coach. No, I would just say that, um, you know, the thing that I love about Camille is that she is firm, but supportive. Um, So she will nudge you in the direction that you need to go. And she will do it in a way that, um, you know, she knows her clients really well. So she knows what works with each individual person and what doesn't work. And so she knows how to maneuver me and my personality to get me to do what I need to do, which is why I hired her, um, because I wanted to actually get things done. But I also wanted you know, or know that I go through certain phases of what I um, how I process the information in order to get it done. So she's very supportive in that. And so it gets me off the dime. And that's what I wanted. And that's what I needed to move my business forward. Finally, off, uh, you know, treading water only works for so long, you got to make headway. And that's the one thing that she's been able to do is to really make make my business, my coaching business move forward. So for that, I am super grateful. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you.